The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Empowering Your Soul with Lisa Willette. If you're ready to make personal changes in your life and the lives of those around you, get ready for an hour of encouragement, enlightened guests, and engaging stories. Now, here is your host, Lisa Boulette. Good afternoon and welcome to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Ouellette. Today is the, the onset of Labor Day weekend, so I want to wish everybody a happy long weekend if you're able to be at home or get out of work early today. It's uh, noon where I am, so I'm not sure what time it might be. It's 9 a.m. where my guest is today, so um, wherever you are, I want you to start thinking about enjoying that long weekend, and we're going to do a little card reading at the end for the holiday weekend as well. So I'd also like to talk about last week's show really briefly. I had a, I had a great guest last week, The Authentic Life, and a lot of feedback about that. I had a lot of people say that they really got a lot of information out of that show, so I'm happy that the shows that I'm bringing to you are, um, are resonating with you on some level. Today, we have with us a dream interpret and dream and I'm sorry, a dream interpretation specialist. She Sherry Muzelski, she's an intuitive dream reader. She Sherry and I have known each other for about four years or so, a little maybe a little bit longer than that. She um, she is also an intuitive. She reads on. We met. I used to read on a website, Keen.com, and Sherry still reads there. And we've known each other for several years. Um, I would like to just tell you a little bit about Sherry, and then I'm going to bring her on, and we're going to start the show on dreams. So she's a sixth-generation psychic from California with over 27 years of experience analyzing and interpreting dreams. She began her, her research of dreams and their meanings around the age of 17 when she was having some vivid dreams over and over again, but not really knowing what the significance was behind them. She wanted to learn a little bit more about why we dream certain things and the reasons behind that so she could apply it to our daily lives or to her daily life. She saw that with her unique blend of having psychic intuition and her unlimited knowledge of symbolism, that she could learn a little bit more. She's going to share with us some of those tools today. <clears throat> Excuse me. She believes that our dreams help us guide us in the future, shaping and changing our destiny. And she's read for over thousands worldwide, analyzing their dreams, giving them a step-by-step analysis, and also symbolism that's behind the dream. Sherry's currently writing a book, Did You Dream About Me Last Night?, which is experiences of her own dreams and how they've shaped her life in a positive way by interpreting their meaning and applying to her daily life. Can't wait to hear more about that. That sounds very interesting. It's a detailed analysis on her interpretations, giving clients the tools and resources needed to move forward. She's also been a keynote speaker at psychic conferences, talking about her experiences that experiences as a dream analyst and she can be reached at www.spiritualjourneyjewelry.com so we'll get more we'll, we'll have her give that email out again or that website out again at the end of the show 
as well. So that being said, I'd like to welcome my my friend and fellow colleague, Sherry Musalski. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. So exciting to it's always it's always fun to have people that I know that you know I know are experts in their in what they do and have them on with me to share with my listeners information that they can they can get some use out of. So I'm so excited to have you talk about dreams. And we also have some people that wrote in. Um, and I thank you all for that, for writing in. You can um, call us too um, if, you, if you'd like to call in today during the show. So we're going to start by asking you, Sherry. My first question is I usually ask everybody, how do you find interpreting dreams to be empowering to others? Well, first off, dreams basically have meaning, not not one dream should be either neglected or you should ignore because whether it's a scattered dream or whether it's a very vivid dream, a dream signifies something that either is going on in your life or it could also be a warning. doesn't mean a warning of a bad thing, but it could also be a warning of a good thing. It could be, um, you know, a way of where, you know, your spiritual mind, your, your spiritual conscious is telling you certain things and if you're very well, well aware of it, what happens is, is if you pay attention and you can, you know, follow through, <clears throat> excuse me, you can then figure out what's going on in your life and you can also make changes more in a positive way. I find it rewarding because everybody dreams at a very different level and many people have whether it's like, let's say, uh, they have hostile dreams or they might have very happy, very joyous dreams, you know, it gives me a sense of showing them the direction that they need to go in in terms of with their life. So let's just say, like, if I'm interpreting a dream and somebody says that they're struggling, they can't find, you know, the answers of what they need to do to make the changes, and they come to me and then we talk about their dreams, we usually can kind of get down to the root of the problem and to see step-by-step what they need to do to make better changes for themselves, but also to give them, you know, the warning to say this is where you need to be very careful with the way your thinking is because dreams can be interpreted in many different ways. And that's another thing, too, is that many people, it's they think that dreams... It's just one one thing signifies one thing. It's not, it doesn't mean just because, let's say, if you're dreaming of something, let's say, of um, an animal, and, yep. you know, you're thinking, okay, this might mean something, it can have many different meanings. So it all depends on how the dream is put together as well. Okay, so it, it's utilizing your skill as well, too. So that's where your your ability comes into play, too. You're blending your psychic intuition and your, your symbolism knowledge and putting everything together. So that's perfect. And, and what you're saying is that everybody can have, there's different interpretations, but again, you're using your skill set to help these people analyze their dreams, right? Correct. Yeah, awesome. I like that. Um, now, I, I gave a little bit of, I, I told the audience a little bit about um, why you started studying this, but uh, do you, do you want to just briefly go into that a little more? Did that explain a little bit about it, or what, what made you start? Well, I used to, uh, I was a child. It started about at the age of nine, but I was still too very young, but I would have very vivid dreams. Um, where these dreams would take me into whether it was like, let's say, flying or I would be uh, somewhat in like water. Sometimes the dreams would get be scary. Sometimes the dreams would be, you know, fun and I could feel this good emotion. And so even though I was very young, it made me very... Um, 
intrigued because I wanted to know more as to why I kept dreaming at night. Also, too, most children fight sleeping. And so I didn't really fight sleeping at night because I knew that if I went to sleep, I would then start having dreams. And I felt that I could also kind of control my dreams about the age of 12 because when I would go to sleep, I would pretty much put something in my mind and I would see the correlation of how then my dreams would be about what I had on my mind prior to going to sleep. Then when I hit about the age of 17, I was already, you know, delving into the tarot cards and uh, with the, the ruins and things like that. So then that's where then I incorporated the intuition with the interpretation of the dreams. As I did that, it went right? further. Yeah, and then I went further into my studies, and then I just became more intuitive with the dreaming state. And I also felt that, you know, at that time that I was helping people because I was getting a lot of good feedback, and then there was a lot of things people were, you know, telling me that they were saying, yes, that's true about my life. Yes, that's why. Now I see why I dreamt this. Now I see what I need to do. And so I I did get a lot of good feedback. Oh, that's good. And, and, and that's, you know, that's the best way to know that you're on the right track and you're doing the right thing when, when people come back to you and they tell you that, you know, you're helping them. So, you, and you just mentioned um, something that I was going to talk about, too. You said, I think you said flying, right? I, flying. There's a lot of common, common dreams, I guess. I, I was doing a little bit of research. To, what I found to be with the most common dreams were falling, flying, being chased, and public nudity. Those seem to be, um, the, those seem to be the ones that the, the world seems to tend to dream about quite often. Could you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit in detail? I mean, it's probably a generalized, but would you be able to share with us what those dreams mean? Sure. Flying okay. can be two things. Um, it all depends on how the how the dream goes. Now, if you're flying and let's say you can see yourself flying and you're feeling really good about yourself, you don't have this fear of like let's say you're going to all of a sudden fall, then that means that you have freedom. It means that you're feeling a sense of freedom in your life. If you're like let's say flying, but then you also have a fear of maybe you're going to run into a mountain or that you know in your dream that, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be flying, then that shows the restriction restriction of having some freedom. So it all depends on not only the emotion of what's happening in the dream, but it also signifies to, you know, what is present. Like, for example, if let's say you're flying and you're afraid of hitting that mountain, well, what does the mountain signify? The mountain signifies obstacles. So you feel that you are not having the freedom to get over your obstacles. But let's say you have a dream of flying and you feel really good and you feel empowered, then that's where you know that you are going to have the freedom in your life and you're doing the right thing. You are, you know, obtaining the, the right goals in your life. You're headed in the right direction. That's sure. what, what flying would be. Falling is generally, most of the time, a very negative thing. It means you feel a sense of being out of control. Um, you have no control. You feel very vulnerable and to the point of where you don't know how to manage, whether it's your life, your situation, your family. It all depends. So it's, let's say, if you're just like falling from the sky and you feel this sense of, oh, no, I'm going to hit the ground, that's saying, you know, you need to make some changes to feel like that you can gain better control of your life. Um, public nudity, I think that's the other one you had said. Yeah. Okay, that one is a sense of embarrassment. Now, it all depends. If you're dreaming of yourself and you're standing there, let's say, you know, um, in a public area and you're nude, 
that means that you have a sense of embarrassment or of like self-respect for yourself. Vulnerability, maybe. Vulnerability, um, exactly. And it also means that you're also you're exposing yourself. So let's say if the person tells me, you know, I'm currently in a court case and I'm really scared because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. And then let's say we talk about their dreams and they tell me, well, I had a dream that I was standing, you know, at a shopping mall and I was naked, then that would signify, okay, so you feel that you are not only embarrassed and you have this, like, low confidence, but also you're afraid of something of being exposed. And it could be also about, let's say, the court case. Are you afraid of, you know, things being exposed that's going to hurt you in your court trial? Things like that. If you see somebody that is naked, that maybe let's say you know, even if you don't know, that means that you see the you you see that they're very exposed. You see that either something is going to come to you and you're going to get some type of information that's going to be exposed to you, or if you know the person that is naked in the dream, then that means that they are going to expose something to you. Okay. And what about being chased? That was, the, that was the fourth one, falling, flying, public nudity, and being chased. Chased is probably the most frequent one that I hear when I'm doing my dream interpretations. Okay. And being chased actually can go both in the positive and the negative. It okay. is a fear of being able to approach a situation or handling things. Uh, when you're being chased, let's say, by a person or an animal, that means that you are not taking control of your life. You are trying to run away from things. Now, if you are feeling this sense of, like, it's kind of fun and joyous in the dream that you're being chased, so let's say if a person's chasing you, but you're not fearful, but you know, like, maybe that you don't know the person in the dream, basically that means that, you know, you're going in the right direction. Keep going. Don't stop because you have that sense of a good, joyous feeling, and they're, they're saying, basically, of your subconscious to, to go forward because it's not going to be anything that's going to be disastrous in in your situation of your life. So it could go both ways, but generally I see it in a negative way where I have to really analyze it and kind of show the person that whatever it is that's going on in their life, they really need to stop, they need to think about what they're doing, and they need to not instead run away from it, they need to approach it. So, okay, so maybe you're avoiding something if that's happening to you or running from something. Okay, well, that makes sense. Those, those, those are great. You know, I, like I said, when I did a little bit of research, those were the, the dreams that came up to be the most frequent that people have. So, and you said that being chased is the one that you hear the most as well, too. So that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that gave the uh, listeners out there a little bit of information. We're going to try to get to some of their questions, too. They, people emailed me in, and thank you for that so much. Um, I wanted to ask you before we do that, though, what do reoccurring dreams mean? Does it mean something when your dreams reoccur? Well, it all depends because, you know, if you're having a dream that's reoccurring, it's what they're telling you is they want you to pay attention, and it all depends on what the dream is. Um a lot of times people will have reoccurring dreams. They, they'll tell me, well, I've had this dream since I was a little kid or I've been having this dream for the last five years. It's basically a warning to say, hey, you know, you can't just neglect this or brush this off. This is something that is going to sit in your mind, and this is something that they're going to keep reminding you until you come to the conclusion of whatever it is that you need to do to make the changes or to make the situation better. So it, it, reoccurring dreams doesn't necessarily mean, like, let's say, danger, but right. it just means don't avoid it because it's there for a reason. 
Okay, so your subconscious or somebody is trying to get, a higher source is trying to get your attention somehow. All right. Correct. So, so listeners out there, if you're having reoccurring dreams, go to somebody like Sherry and have them interpreted it if you do not know how to do that yourself. She's an expert at this. Um, and, and one of the things that I found, again, I did a little bit of, re- when I was doing research for this, was the question of how often we dream. What I, what I seemed to come across was that, excuse me, most of us dream every night, but maybe we don't all remember our dreams, um, but, and they go through various sleep cycles, and you talked about that a little bit before, about the depth of how, how much a person, you know, the depth of the sleep, so it has to do with their REM cycles, does that, is that, do you agree Correct. with that? Okay. Yes, I do. So people dream on a, you, you believe that people dream every night, we just, and the people that don't remember them, like I know in the um, episode description we talked about some people remembering their dreams all the time and some people thinking that they just don't dream, but, so for the people that think they don't dream, what, do you, what does that really mean? They just are blocking something? Well, not necessarily, I mean there could be a range of, of things that are happening as to why maybe they're not dreaming as much or they don't think that they're dreaming, but you're right. The the subconscious mind will allow, you know, ourselves to have dreams every night. Doesn't mean that we can remember them, but I have seen and I have found through, you know, just even my dream analysis that, uh, let's say if a person's taking medication, um, certain medications will then block them and they That's are true. still technically dreaming, but they just don't remember it because of the medication. Um, the other thing is, is that Sometimes dreams are not meant to come forward all the time because also, too, like, have you ever had somebody or maybe yourself and they'll say, oh, gosh, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because I just kept dreaming and dreaming. Well, it does put activity into our mind. And so a lot of times when the brain is very, very tired, and let's say if a person's exhausted, they're still going to dream, but when they wake up, they just might not remember it because of they need that, you know, sound sleep. Um, Scattered dreams. That's very, very common. I see that quite a bit, too, where a person will say to me, you know, I don't understand because, like, one minute I would dream of, like, let's say, you know, um, I'm in my kitchen and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm standing there and I'm holding a textbook and then, boom, I wake up. So what I recommend is when you have a lot of scattered dreams, you need to prepare yourself before you go to bed, and that also helps too. And I have a couple of tools or tips that I recommend to do if you want to get more involved with, like, your dreaming state. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to stop right here for a quick commercial break. And when we come back, Sherry's going to share with us some of the tools that she uses to, you know, she's going to share with us some tools that she has and also talk about um, what a person's spirit guide is telling them when they come to them in their dreams. So stay tuned and we will be back shortly after this commercial break. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. We all hold a spiritual database, as it were, within our hearts and souls. 
but at times it can be difficult to access this resource. On Akashic Therapy, unlock the records of your soul. Host Amanda Romania will help you to tap into this valuable part of our subconscious. Once you've done this, you can open up your life to a far greater happiness like you've never experienced before. Become a messenger for change and a higher purpose. Tune in to Akashic Therapy, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to lisawillette at comcast.net. That's lisawillette at comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. If you're just tuning in, today I have with me as a guest, Sherry Muzelski, and she is talking about dream interpretation. I'm offering people the opportunity today to call in. If you'd like to call in and have a quick dream analysis done, the number to call is 866-472-5795. And we do have some emails from um, listeners that I'm going to read to Sherry, and she's going to go over their dreams there. But right before we were talking, Right before the commercial break, we were talking about the tools that she uses. So, Sherry, you want to elaborate a little bit, a little bit about the tools that you use? Well, there's a couple things that I recommend that are just kind of the basic tools, and the first one is is a notebook or just a small little journal, and to keep it by your bedside, um, because a lot of times when we wake up. Uh, some people say, oh, I wake up so groggy, you know, it takes me five to ten minutes to get up. Some people wake up right away, they're, they feel like they're already alert. But a lot of times the mind, when it starts to become very active, you know, and especially with the mind in the morning, it's like a sponge, so it's soaking in as much as it can. That's the time where you want to have a notebook and you want to just dot, jot things down. It doesn't matter even if, like, let's say you don't remember the dream or, like, let's just say parts of it. You, you know, let's say you remember, okay, I saw a sky or I saw that there was a, a cat, you know, sitting on a front porch. Just, you know, what I always recommend to my clients, I'll say, you know, write the date and then just write down whatever the symbols are that you were seeing. If you do remember the dream, you should still write it down anyways because a lot of times the mind will then forget later on in the afternoon. Or it actually will go the opposite way where, and a lot of people experience this, where they'll be, you know, about to start their day and then something will trigger their mind and they'll say, oh, I remember I just had a dream last night. That's what my dream was about. So, you know, it's always good to write things down because Uh it also keeps a, when you keep a journal, you're kind of keeping a log of how your spirit guides are trying to talk to you. It's like their way of communication. It's like them text messaging you. And so what you're doing is you're just keeping that, that text message per se, and then you're able to, you know, put the pieces to the puzzle together. Maybe it might take you a week. It might take two weeks, but it's always good to have that reference. The other thing I recommend is everybody has different, you know, uh, going to sleep habits, whether they say, oh, well, I need, you know, 10 minutes, I have to take a shower before I, I go to bed. I recommend that when you go to sleep, always try to lay flat on your back and just try to kind of relax your body. 
try to put your body into a state of meditation. Um, you don't have to go into this full meditation. You're just ba- basically relaxing your mind, relaxing your muscles, and that just kind of helps for the mind to just t- totally kind of not only relax but also to prepare itself so when you do fall asleep, then the mind can then give you the dreams and you can have a better sense of remembering them the next day. Um, the other thing I recommend, too, is drinking chamomile tea. Chamomile tea has a lot of benefits, and it does not only, you know, put the body at more of a relaxed state, um, but it also does, the, it, it keeps the body from, you know, where it surges. Like, sometimes people will say, well, I try to fall asleep, and then all of a sudden I'll start get like, things on my mind, and then, you know, I wake myself up, and then before you know it, I'm having these, like, real inconsistent sleep patterns. So I always recommend even just having a little bit of chamomile tea before you go to bed. Those just few things, just the, the tea laying on your back and just doing, a, you know, a small meditation, nothing too fancy, nothing right. too in-depth, and then the journal also helps too as well. Okay. Well, that's funny. I think you answered part of the question from one of the uh, listeners, but Polly from Alabama wrote in. She said, I tend to have scattered dreams that I can only remember bits and pieces of when I wake up and they don't really make sense to me. I know that ants and bugs seem to be prominent, seem to be a prominent theme. Is keeping a dream journal a good idea? Will it help me to remember my dreams if I tend to forget them? I think you just answered that part of her question then. So, yes, you're you're saying... She's absolutely right. Yes. If she she can keep um, a journal and even though, let's say, the first couple of nights she doesn't remember anything, don't give up because it's kind of like, you know, you have to master when you're trying to dream and you're trying to remember your dreams. It's going to take some time. It takes practice. But absolutely, keep that journal next to your bed. She's absolutely right. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you, Polly, for writing that in. And Sherry, Sherry the Intuitive, answered that question before we even asked it. So good for you, Sherry. (laughs) Um, What about dreaming in color and black and white? What's the difference between that? Is there a difference? Well, there's a couple of differences. The majority of usually our dreams are in black and white because black and white is somewhat of a very general state. Usually nightmares are done in black and white. Sometimes people will have them in color. They'll say, well, I did see, like, let's say, red blood coming out of my chest or things like that. But it does make a difference because it's also the emotion of what the dream is trying to tell you. If you're watching a movie in black and white, you're going to be more focused on a very general level because you're not seeing other colors to stimulate your mind. If you're dreaming very vivid colors, then, of course, it's going to catch your attention a lot more quicker. And not only that, but it's going to also provoke an emotion. So a lot of times people will say, well, I don't know if I really dream in black and white. I really don't remember. It's because they're at a general dream state. But some people will say, yes, absolutely I do. I remember that the dog that ran up to me, the dog was not only, you know, red, I mean, I'm sorry, not only black and white, but, you know, he had like a red collar on and things like that. That's because in the dream they were being provoked by the emotion of, you know, let's say the dog's happy to see them. So they also remember the colors. 
So everybody dreams differently. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean anything bad that if you're dreaming in black and white, uh, let's say if somebody says, well, you know, I never really dream in color and I wish I would. Well, if you practice with, you know, kind of what I was telling you about the tools ahead of time and you start perfecting it, you will start dreaming in color because what happens then is the mind will then give you the images and the visions in color over time. Okay, perfect. Um, one other question I'd like to make sure that we get to. How do you how do you use tools to recognize what a person's spirit guide is telling them when they come to you in their dreams? Is that a different set of tools that you use? No, not necessarily because um, if, if they're telling me about a dream, generally, you know, I can analyze what the symbol is. So let's say if they're giving me, you know, different things of, okay, well, you know, I'm dreaming of a computer or I'm dreaming of a home or whatever it is, you know, I go by the symbolism first. But then also, too, it all depends on the emotion, and then you have to put it together with your the intuitive side to figure out what's really happening. So it's not necessarily kind of like a black and white type of reading. It, okay. it can also kind of change itself. Okay, perfect. Um, and what about, I think, what I was wondering, too, I read a lot of books, um, and people talk about lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. What is lucid dreaming, and how can we use that in our daily life? Is that something that, you know, that listeners, that you could, do you analyze that, or what, what is lucid dreaming? Well, lucid dreaming is more of an awareness that you're dreaming, and okay. you're aware that you're in the dream. It's the, it can range from being very faint of a dream to something that's very, you know, very broad, very where you are so aware that you know that, like, let's say uh, you've never experienced this uh, situation of whatever your dream is, and you're still somewhat uh, fully awake. Um, lucid dreams usually occur while a person is in the middle of their regular dream, and it, it, they'll suddenly realize then that they're dreaming. So once you realize this, you have the ability to control the dream, which is pretty much the essential part of lucid dreaming. Okay, awesome. So you people, you listeners out there, you have control over that. <laughs> All right, let's yes. get to another question because we had a few. Um, Kelsey from New Hampshire writes in. She says, in her dream, I'm downstairs in a different house, but familiar with it in the dream. I notice drippings from the ceiling and tell my husband, oh, that's the shower again. I'll get it. As I head upstairs to the bathroom, the staircase turns into all tile. I head into the bathroom, which is floor-to-ceiling white tile. There's a large glass enclosure shower in the middle of the room, and it's filled with hot steam. I open the shower door door to turn off the shower and realize the shower is filled with spirits and ghosts. They move through my body as they exit the shower. It feels like a rush, but uncomfortable as it happens. Um, it left her with a creepy, slightly feeling upon waking. I know you don't have time to analyze the whole dream. So, Kelsey, if you're out there listening and she can't get to everything, you can always contact Sherry directly, you know, for a dream interpretation. But could you share with her anything on that dream? Okay, well, first off, you know, anything with leaks, uh, leaky showers, uh, dripping, faucets, usually symbolizes loss or disappointments or frustrations. Um, it also means, too, that let's say you're wasting your energy on, you know, fruitless endeavors. You're not really paying attention to the fact that, you know, you're going to have to make some changes. You're going to have to either go into a different direction of maybe what your goal is or you have something that's bothering you from the past 
and it could be that you know you're you're feeling a sense of that this is something that you're never really going to like either get the information or you're not going to be able to obtain what you need to do in order to correct the situation with the person or the event of what is happening. So with this viewer and what she has said with her dream is very interesting because you know, she she takes on the fact that she says, oh, you know, yes, that's the, the shower, you know. She recognizes that it's leaking. Um, she wants to go and, and she wants to help it. But what they're trying to say is is that, you know, try not to put so much effort into being the helper. Try to look at the situation a little bit differently. She's also dealing with her husband. So it could be something that, you know, has been bothering her that she feels that she's not had some, let's say, comfort with him or they have a situation of where she always feels like she has to take control of in terms of with him. And it could just be, you know, about their marriage, nothing, anything that's too big, but that she feels that she doesn't have that voice. Then she goes in to say that um, the spirits and the ghosts, because she opens up the shower door and then she realizes it's spirits or ghosts, but she also says it's not they, uncomfortable. Well, They move saying, through her body, though. Yeah. Right. And so basically what they're saying is it's okay to approach the situation. It's okay to feel that you don't have to always be the one to, you know, feel like you have to fix the situation or you feel like you have to come forward with your husband all the time to initiate to have the, the, a good marriage. Um, she doesn't feel uncomfortable because they're trying no, she to tell her that. Un- she does feel uncomfortable. Oh, she does? Okay, yeah, so yeah. then if she does feel uncomfortable, then what that's saying is is she needs to rethink how she's going to go forward with, like, let's say her marriage and feeling the sense of, I want my marriage to be this way. I want it to be a happier state. I feel that there's a lot of things in the past that are still holding me back. I feel that, like, a lot of uh, goals that I wanted to obtain when, you know, I first maybe got married, I feel that I don't have that, let's say, 50-50 with him, and this is where I'm trying to always take care of things. So what they're saying is that she needs to really look at it in a different light. She needs to really okay. look at things a little bit differently. And then I guarantee when she starts to make those changes, that particular dream will then turn into other dreams of where she'll see, let's say she goes into you know a, a bathroom and she'll notice that she can fix the leak or okay. that she can stop the leak and she doesn't need to necessarily always be at the rescue and say, oh, I'll take care of it. Well, that makes sense. So, so Kelsey, if you're listening in today, so hopefully that helped you a little bit and maybe you can kind of step in and empower yourself a little bit by, um, you know, taking charge and changing some things around in, in your home life. So perfect. Um, thank you for answering that question for her, Sherry. So also I wanted to talk about dream catchers too. Um, do those only work for nightmares or, you know, or can you use dream catchers for anything? No, actually, I recommend dream catchers for everybody, um, all the way to newborns. And dream catchers are not just for nightmares. What it is is that it started with the Chippewa, you know, Native American Indians, and they put this dream catcher together. There was a a Native American who had this vision because the people in the village at the time were having these bad nightmares and he had this vision of it looked like a spider web and then it had like these feathers hanging and so he you know sat down and he drew a picture of it and then he used the tools necessary that he had to make it this dream catcher that's why a dream catcher looks like kind of in a way of spider web and then you'll see 
you'll see it hanging at the, the bottom. You'll see the feathers. So it's actually just to take the dreams of what it does is it filters through the bad dreams and then the positive dreams stay within the catcher, but they then go and they drip through the feathers and then they go into your mind. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. I actually have one. I actually have a couple in my in my house and I have some hanging over my bed, so I'm glad. And I don't really tend to have a lot of nightmares or dreams, so I mean a lot of bad dreams, so that's good. Now um, when people can contact you, they can contact you at www.spiritualjourneyjewelry.com, which is you have an online store as well, too. Is that correct? Correct. And now, do you sell dream catchers at your, at, on your online store? I do. Um, I did sell out on those. Um, I ah, should be popular. getting more in. <laughs> but um, on the, I sell the dream catchers. I also sell crystals and a lot of metaphysical jewelry. So this is from gemstones uh, to, you know, many different unique, different rare items. And also crystals can be used in place of a dream catcher. So okay. let's just say, you know, with that notebook that you're going to put on the side of your bed, you can also use like different, you know, let's say crystals to kind of help you with keeping yourself grounded before you go to bed. And if you want to like obtain, you know, more lucid dreaming or you're looking for to have, uh, you know, better dreams rather than to have nightmares. I, I personally sleep with a rose quartz under my pillow, and I also have one under my actual bed. So I, I know I have rose quartz all over the house. Do you find that there's a particular stone? I know we're gonna I'm gonna be doing a show in October that's all about gemstones. But do you per, can you suggest to the listeners a particular stone that would help them with their dreams? Well, it all depends. It it all depends on. Uh, what they're trying to obtain. So let's just say like for uh, more of grounding, I would recommend if I would have to just say in general, it would be amethyst because amethyst is about grounding and it's about keeping a person really focused and in tune. And not only that, but that's kind of what you want to do when you go to sleep at night. You don't want to have, you know, uh, inconsistent dreams. You don't want to have inconsistent sleep because then the next day you pretty much kind of have to pay for it. So amethyst is a very, very good uh, gemstone. If we're just going to do like more of like, let's say somebody says, I just want to know in general, I would say amethyst. Okay, awesome. And before we go to a commercial break, I want to get to one more question. Um, How you say that you use numerology in interpreting your dreams. How does that work? Well, a lot of times people will dream about numbers. They'll say, you know, I have a dream that I go up to this house and I see the number, you know, 222. And then maybe let's say the week later they have another dream and they are writing their, they get a a telephone number from somebody or they're writing a number down and they keep seeing a lot of twos. You know, numerology also has a lot of different interpretations and it also kind of helps because if a person's dreaming of a certain number then that could also mean what their subconscious is trying to tell them so like let's say number two means duality that means that they need to be excuse me they need to be more sociable they need to bring more harmony to their life Um, they need you know companionship needs to be more of a priority so it all depends on you know how they're dreaming and how they're seeing different different numbers and then what I do is I take their number and then I apply it with numerology and then we talk about what that number represents and then we talk about what they're going through in their life and then how they can apply it and how they can make the changes that will make their lives a lot easier or to go into a better direction and to kind of change their spiritual path. 
awesome. That's that's great. So you can use numerology. You can use crystals. Um, Sherry's given you some tools about taking a journal. Lots of lots of different ways to help you remember your dreams and to navigate through them. We're going to stop here for a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we're going to hear more about the book that Sherry's writing, and she's going to tell us more about being a keynote speaker. And we're going to try to get to a few more emails. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit LisaWillette.com today. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You are listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to lisawillette at comcast.net. That's lisawillette at comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. Today is the onset of Labor Day weekend. I am having with me today as my guest, Sherry Muzalski, and she's talking about dream interpretation. I did want to just make a quick shout out to anybody tuning in just now. If you want to listen to the show and in at a later date or share it with your friends you can catch it on that you can listen on the stitcher app anytime you want or go to my website www.lisawillette.com the the shows are all the episodes are there it's, if you're on my host page on voice america there's a link right to the right and there's all kinds of facebook and twitter and all kinds of little links that you can listen to the show anytime you want so before we run out of time today i want to get to one more dream and sherry is going to share with us a little bit more about the book that she's writing sherry your book is did you dream about me last night so can you tell us a little bit about that well i started on this book um because i do keep a journal myself and i've kept a journal for oh gosh ever since i was about 20 years old um, I just get a, a normal notebook, and I noticed that as I would go back and just kind of read, uh, let's say, certain things of what I was putting in my journal, and I knew kind of what was happening in my life. Let's say, you know, I was transitioning, I was moving into another home, or, you know, I had some milestones that were going on in my life. I found a correlation with my dreams, 
And so I decided that I was going to write this book and kind of share my experiences of how, you know, we don't necessarily have to always, let's say, go and have somebody interpret our dreams, but we can do it also on our own. And not only that, but it makes it a lot easier because when you do your own interpretation and you start to see the link, you also feel then that you can kind of make the changes that you need on a personal level, and then this will help you to, you know, better succeed in with your life and with yourself and with others. So my book is basically about how I started with my journal. I not only talk about the tools and the resources of getting started, but how, like, the different symbols can mean many different things, and also to kind of help the, the person to, you know, make the, the interpretation and not feel like, oh, you know, I can't do that. I don't understand this. Because if they start making their own interpretations, then, you know, the subconscious mind is going to help them with having better dreams to make it easier for them to interpret, you know, in the future. So it's kind of like practice makes perfect. So that's yes. basically what the book is about. Okay. And when might it be out, do you think? I'm going to try to get it done by the end of this year and hopefully published by 2015. Oh, that'll be great. I can't wait to read it. I'll be looking forward to that coming out. Um, let's try to get to one more question here. Let's see. How about Jimmy from California? He writes in, I'm 26 years old and often dream of my deceased grandmother who passed away seven years ago and us having lunch together now in a restaurant that wasn't even built when she was alive. Does this mean anything significant? That's actually a very uh, good dream. It's This dream is not anything negative. Um, okay, so when, we, when we're dealing with a dream where we're dealing with somebody that's deceased, uh, we're reminiscing back on our relationship with that person that we had with them back in that time when they were alive. And so what's happening is is that, you know, he had this feeling, he had this sense of a connection with his grandmother, and he, what, basically what the deceased is telling him, or like his grandmother, is to say, you know, to keep that feeling, to keep that emotion, to keep that type of a correlation or that connection, you know, currently in your life. So if you've got a relationship with somebody that was in the past before they died and you had a really good relationship with them, they want you to keep that relationship with other people as well. And the restaurant is, you know, it's kind of similar to with her, not, you know, at the time when she was alive and with his relationship that he had with her. Well, just because the restaurant wasn't built back then when she was alive but built now is showing is the correlation of that's how you want to live your life. You want to live your life of where you are here now. The restaurant is now present. Um, this is something that means that, you know, she's saying to you is to keep that good, that good relationship that you had with me. Keep it in your heart. Keep it present. You know, it was at happy times. And so basically that's kind of a, a very good good uh, dream to have because it's one of those that just kind of gives you that, you know, puts you in check to say, hey, you know, don't lose that sense of like that feeling or that good connection with others, whether it's other family members, your friends, um, you know, stay very strong because he can remember what relationship he had with his grandmother when she was alive. So the restaurant is the here and now. And so basically what she's trying to tell him is, you know, keep going, keep going ahead. You know, Perfect. everything that I taught you, go forward in your present life. 
Excellent. Well, thank you, Jimmy, for writing that in, and thank you, Sherry, for for analyzing that. So that's the last of the dreams that we're going to be able to analyze today. But if you want to get in touch with Sherry for a further interpretation of one, again, you can check out the um, the show description, her guest page, her host. I'm sorry, her guest bio, which is on my host page, and also spiritualjourneyjewelry.com. You could reach her there, and um, I want to ask her one more question before we get to the reading for the end of the week. Could you elaborate a little bit more? I know we only have a couple minutes here, but on the keynote speakers that that you are at psychic conferences talking about your experiences, is this something that you do often? Um, Well, I usually like to do a lot of conferences where I can be the keynote speaker because I talk about various subjects, but one of the big subjects I do talk about is dreaming and dream interpretation because it is one of those um, analysis that it, it's, it varies. It has a lot of variables. And so what I do is when I go and I talk at these conferences, we talk about not only what the different meanings are, but also I try to help, whether it's other intuitives, to get more in tune with their clients and to also, when they're doing a reading, to say, you know, ask them about their dreams. You know, even though, let's say, they might be focusing on a relationship issue, you know, bring it up to the client because a lot of times when we know what a person's dreaming, we can kind of see what's happening in their subconscious mind as well. So I, I just like to make more of an awareness to other psychics or intuitives that, you know, dreams should never be neglected. It should be brought up in a reading because it could actually help you to read the person for their situation and what you need to give them in terms of like whether it's predictions or you're trying to guide them in the right direction. Sure. Now, do you only do this in California or do you ever fly anywhere else? And, and um, are, you, are you speaker, you know, are you a speaker anywhere else in any other state ever? Um, it all depends on if I, it depends on what type of like conferences that I do. But yes, uh-huh. a couple times I've been into Nevada. I've done one in New Mexico and I also did one in Arizona. And it, it just, it, if I can make these conferences when I sure. can, I will. And then I usually That's will fun. sign up and I will usually be one of the keynote speakers more on, on the dream interpretation and dream moods and what does well, it really sure. mean. With your experience, with all those, that experience you have, that you know, that's that's you're very knowledgeable and, and an expert in your field. So thank you so much for being on the show and um, for sharing your dream interpretation analysis skills with us. I am going to take a quick the last few minutes of the show here and just kind of do a quick reading for everybody going into the Labor Day weekend. But I do I am thankful that you took the time to be I know nine o'clock in the morning where you are. Thank you for getting up and, and doing that with us here. So today I'm using the energy oracle cards and I'm going to shuffle them now and see what we get. This will this will be for the what is Sunday's date. Sunday is the 31st of August and that will be going through September 4th. No, September 5th. Okay, shuffling here. All right. The first card I'm pulling is the journey card. The second card is patience and the third card is the sun. I love the sun. That's one of the best cards in this in this uh, in this deck. So for me, they're starting out by saying the journey. That could be 
taking a vacation, upcoming travel, um, you know, just kind of a work-related trip. It could also signify that people are moving either houses or, or, or changing jobs. Um, it's basically saying that things should go off without a hitch. So all of life is a journey, and this card is telling you that you have some exciting and inspiring adventures coming up ahead. The Patience card that comes up next to that, though, tells you that it might not be quite as easy as you think it's going to be and there's maybe letting go of holding on to I don't know not preconceived notions but maybe holding on to a desperation that's been trying to keep you from moving forward um don't try to force things to happen there's not just one option here coming up there's there's more than one option moving forward when you think there's only one solution to satisfy your need that you know, or to make you happy, you're blocking anything else potentially from coming through or any other solutions from coming your way. So the universe is saying, choose to be more peaceful in the present and um, relax and let go of of trying to control that journey. You know, life is a journey and we're on it and we're, we're here to enjoy it. But if you have a new move or a vacation coming up, and this, this might not be the exact time, but they're just saying it will happen, but don't try to force it. And then the sun being the last card, which is it's a great card. It's new beginnings and creativity. The sun, what it does is it brings blessings to the earth and really telling you that coming into your own life, just as the sun nurtures the earth, bringing new life uh, you know, to the spring and the summer, um, this is a time for new beginnings for you, the onset of new things happening for you so this is coming after the patience card so the journey then the patient so the journey is here it might not go quite as quickly as you want but don't give up because the sun is shining down and bringing new life to everything this is a time of great creativity the culmination of an important project it could also even be the birth of a of a baby and actually i would like to do a quick little shout out my brother and sister-in-law had a new baby that was born yesterday i have a new niece annalise so welcome to the world annalise um and i know this card is coming after this is for next week but you know, so maybe there's somebody in your life that's going to give birth or maybe it's the birth of a new you. This is a, even potentially the birth of a new you. So just kind of see the sun shining down. And and if you're feeling down, know that the journey that you're on, um, you know, life is a journey, right? That's what it is. We're here every day to learn from it. And if you're having dreams, like Sherry was just talking about dreams, learn from your dreams too. Analyze your dreams or go to a dream analyst and see if they make sense to you too, because that's part of your journey as well, living each day and living each adventure. So I would like to, again, just say thank you, Sherry, so much for being my guest today and and imparting your wisdom with everybody. Um, Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, it was great to have you on today. Next week, I have with me, we're going to be doing a show next week, um, online dating. Well, the differences between online dating and a personal match personal matchmaker i have elaine saunders who is a personal matchmaker and first date specialist she's going to be my guest on next week's show and we're going to be kind of maybe debunking the myths of online dating and seeing how personal matchmaking one-on-one special specialization and 
can help people to empower themselves and see the differences between that. So that should make for quite an interesting show. So again, if you're looking to reach Sherry, it was www.spiritualjourneyjewelry.com. And you can again go to the host page and you'll see the guest information and her information's all there. And I I'm just so happy that you were here today, and I hope that the listeners got some information about the show, about dreams that they didn't know before. And again, if you'd like to listen to me, you can catch me anytime. I want everybody to have a great Labor Day weekend, and thank you all for listening in. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Empowering Your Soul. Please be sure to join Lisa Willette for another engaging program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, stop feeling imprisoned and start being empowered.